Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Alrighty then, thank you for that, and welcome to Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. It's a two for Tuesday, double shots of Van Halen and Judas Priest, Taco Tuesday, whatever you want to call it. We're here to talk sports with you for the next three hours. That's when I do it, 9 to noon, Pacific Time, Standard Time, which sucks because 5.30 now feels like 10.30. It's depressing. Let's talk about what's depressing. That's what I want to do for the next three hours. 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout out to our brave men and women who listen on the American Forces Radio Network. Wherever you are, whatever uh, outlet you're listening to, whatever uh, branch you are with, or as we say in America, branch. Don't know why I said it that way. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're on Twitch.tv. There I am, resplendent in a Wyoming hoodie. Come on in and get heard. 1-800-878-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app as well. CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, and your cable provider as well. And 2, and your cable provider as well. All right. We do have uh, a lot of guests. We're going to start off with Robert Howard from a band called The Blow Monkeys. You ever heard of them, Dominic? The Blow Monkeys. Uh, and then uh, salesport.com at 940, as we always do with Karen Lyle. Author Richard Aquila for his book, Rock and Roll in Kennedy's America. Then uh, a guy named Neil Heron for Vanilla Beast. I'm going to guess it's vanilla. It says vanilla. I don't think vanilla is a word. Let's go with vanilla. Uh, Pro Wagering at 1112. Uh, Jason Grimsby, Grimsley. The former MLB pitcher who uh, his book cross-stitched and a very controversial guy. And then comedian Clint Coley will close it out. He's at St. Louis Helium. We got three hours. Come on back.
Moments like watching my grandson steal second mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclip. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever. Fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right. Thank you for that. Rick Tittle with you worldwide on San Francisco. That's where I'm originating from, American Forces Radio Network as well. And it's our pleasure to welcome to the show Robert Howard. You know him as Dr. Robert from the Blow Monkeys. And uh, they have a brand new, uh, well, uh, tons of songs. It's a four CD deluxe edition and limited edition white LP four CD set 
called Animal Magic. It's going to be available on January 27th. And uh, Robert, welcome to the show, man. And, and uh, you know, I'm 57. So, I mean, the new wave hit me hard when I was in high school and college because I was in the 80s uh, at that time. And so when you look back, does that seem like 40 years ago or does that seem like yesterday to you? Um, well, sometimes it seems like yesterday, uh, but today it seems like 40 years ago. It just depends on one's mood, you know, but um, it depends how I look in the mirror, to be honest, in the morning, how I, how I look back at it. But, you know, it's a, it, it's a, it's a long time in show business, put it that way. It's a reissue, of course. I mean, your biggest album came out in the mid-80s, and you just think about your sound, and I, I think about... You know, the rockers that were in Sheffield, and I, I've interviewed a, a couple guys from Def Leppard, but I also think about how the Human League came out of there as well, and that sort of amalgamation of, of ABC and some of these other bands. How, how did you sort of found, find your unique sound in that time? Well, we we come from every... I mean, the two of us are from Scotland, uh, and, and two, one of the drummers from Wales and the, and the bass player's from London, so we're an amalgamation. <clears throat> but... I had lived in Australia a while, so I've moved around a lot. And really, it was just influenced by everything that I was hearing. As I, You know, there were Australian bands that I loved, like The Saints and The Birthday Party. And there were English bands that I grew up with, like T-Rex and stuff like that, and a lot of soul music. So it was a mixture of, of everything, really. And the idea of putting this out again, and you think about all you can do to, to remaster and, and get every single little note right. What was the, the, uh, the thinking, the genesis behind the reissuing of this? I think the record company wanted to put it out. They they saw it as a as a kind of iconic eighties album. I mean, we've gone on to make at least twenty more since that time. You know, we carry on. We play live. We we play songs from that album, but we we carry on doing new stuff as well. So we're very much still kind of going concerned. But I think in terms of like, especially in America, that was the, the our biggest album. So um, you know, we're proud of it, and I'm happy to help them to do whatever it takes. Coming out of the pandemic, when you guys went on tour, what, what was that like for you to, to get back up on the stage again? Everybody, to, to the most part, take their masks off and get back out yeah. there again. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it, to be honest, it's the thing that I most enjoy about being a musician is playing live to people, seeing the whites of their eyes, playing songs to people and seeing, hopefully, the joy that it transmits. So we really missed that. And it was, I think, because of the pandemic, the, 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 everyone was gagging to get out and play again, and everybody really wanted to come and see bands again and be involved in that atmosphere. So it was like a collective cry of joy, really, for everybody to be in the same room again listening to music. I think it's a real human need. You know, Haddington, East Lothian, were, did you grow up a Hearts fan, the Hearts of Midlothian? Uh-huh. Uh, I, yes, I, I, well, I did, but I, I mean, I didn't stay long in, in Scotland. So uh, I, I've been a Chelsea fan all my life, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't I don't hear a lot of uh, Scottish brogue right now. <clears throat> no, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen until I've had a few drinks, you know. <laughs> and, uh, but it's not, it's not something... Uh, you know, I mean, but I've always felt myself to be Scottish. My mum made sure that I was born there. I feel, I feel very Scottish. Um, I, I, I spent a lot of my time up there. Um, but as you can tell from my accent, I left when I was very young, yeah. So when the Tartan Army plays the Three Lions, which side of the uh, Braveheart Hadrian's Wall are you on? I'm always on the Tartan Army side, my friend, always. 
Gotcha. And the Howard uh, clan, do they have their own tartan? The Stuart clan, it would be on my mum's side. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. They have their own hunting Stuart clan. It's very beautiful. It's quite subtle blues and greens. Very nice. All right, let's talk yeah. a little bit about uh, some of the songs because there are so many songs uh, on this album and there's so many just uh, different ways to go as well. And, um, you know, you, you yeah. think about the time where, you know, the the subject of apartheid in South Africa and then supporting Rod Stewart at Wembley Stadium. I mean, these just it's almost like an anthology of your of your life almost, isn't it? Well, you know, the, <clears throat> it was a... It, it was a very political time in the UK, especially. It was the era of Thatcher, Reagan, you know. There was still apartheid in South Africa. So we played a gig where we supported Rod Stewart and they wouldn't let us use our artists against the apartheid banners. So I made a little point there and got booed off by 60,000 Rod Stewart fans. But it was probably the most exhilarating gig of my life because I was young and hot-headed, but I was right. <laughs> you know, so uh, it felt good. Um you know, we were we were political, and you know, even the song "Digging Your Scene" was was written in the wake of the early kind of AIDS epidemic, which was where the whole gay society and gay people were being demonised in the UK anyway by the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of scare stories going on, so it was a very political time, even though we were really a pop band. Well, you think about it, yeah, how they would slag off gay culture, and you know, I'm a punk fan as well. I remember the exploited song, you know, blank a mod, kill a mod, kick a mod, and and those were mods. That wasn't even the gay culture, so it was uh, yeah. it was a tough time. Yeah, it was, and uh, I had a lot of time for. Uh, I'm not gay, but I went to a lot of those clubs. I loved the music, I loved the scene, and a lot of those people were being demonized, and it was a very scary time. So I just wanted to write something in support of that. Now, I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, but I've never asked you this. How did you guys come up with the name, and what was the name that you originally had or almost went with? We didn't have an original name. This is the problem. We had a, we had a, our first ever gig, you know, and uh, we had to come up with a name. So our, uh, our, our original drummer came up with the name, and I said, okay, the Blow Monkeys, that's kind of, that's got a bit of pop in it. It's got a bit of jazz in it. You know, it's okay. I'll change it. And of course, it was too late. I never got around to change again. <laughs> and uh, why were you Doctor Robert? Well, again, the same thing. You know, when you uh, you know, I was eighteen when we started out, and I didn't want to be Robert Howard. It just felt too normal. It felt like everybody had names. You know, all all the people I admired had changed their name. You know, Mark Bowden, David Bowie, Johnny Rotten, Joe Strummer. Right. Uh, so I just thought, well, okay, you know, I'm Dr. Robert. And then, of course, you know, again, I thought, nah, maybe not. Maybe people will think it's a homage to the Beatles song. But it's too late because it's already on the sleeve and everybody knows me as that. So <laughs> these two these two things have followed me around now for 40 years and I've just about got used to them. <laughs> I forgot about the Beatles song. That's right. Yeah. All right. So um, when you go through and, you know, as I, as I was talking about, um, you know, the limited edition white, uh, vinyl v, uh, LP, you've got the four CD collection, so many songs. Yeah. You know, and they're all, I mean, whenever you put out an album, they're all not winners or losers, but are there, was there a song or two that maybe you were didn't really think about and you revisited and you thought, you know, that was a really good song. I didn't appreciate it at the time. Yeah, there were a couple on there. There's one called <laughs> I Back to Winner and You, which is almost like a sort of a barbershop quartet, doo wop type thing, you know, which I kind of just put out as a B side, but it was on the album and I really like that, you know, and there's one called Heaven is a Place I'm Moving To. The acoustic ones, I think, were kind of a little bit hidden at the time, but I wish we had put one of them out as a single, actually, because uh, in retrospect, they kind of, you know, 
I mean, it's an, you, I just look back on it and I listen to it and I think, yeah, it was okay, but it doesn't sound dated. It sounds fresh. It sounds like it was recorded in the right kind of spirit. And you live in Spain now. You went down there like Ray Winston and Sexy Beast, huh? Oh, yeah, not quite, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> well, we will, <laughs> we will listen to Digging Your Scene uh, on the way out. We've been speaking with uh, Dr. Robert. Everybody should make sure to check out Animal Magic reissuing from the Blow Monkeys. Available January 27th, 4CD Deluxe Edition and Limited Edition White LP. Hey, uh, Dr. Robert, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Listen, it's my absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We will come on back on Sports Byline. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 800-293-0328 800-293-0328 
That's 800-293-0328. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, 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 at least I got that going for me. He said, Gunga, no, he said, Gunga Lagunga. That means you will have eternal peace. So at least I got that going for me. Anybody get that? You know, when I was in uh, New York, I went to uh, comedy shows three nights in a row, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And here's the thing, kids. If you want to go to the New York comedy scene, the worst time you can go is Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Because all the headliners are on the road. The New York-based ones, they're out. Now, every once in a while, a good one will be hanging around, but... I like going to these showcase comedy clubs. In other words, you know, out here, as in most cities, you have a headliner, and then you have a feature before that, and then an opener, the host. And that's fine. I I, I dig that format. And the headliner's going to give you an hour, and you went to see him or her. But in places like New York and like the Comedy Store, the Laugh Factory, and on the Sunset Strip in L.A., they're showcases, so you'll get about 15 minutes from about five or six comedians. And <clears throat> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are the days, especially Monday and Tuesday. Those are really the sweet spots for big names because they're in town and they're working on new jokes. And they'll come out with a piece of paper and just start working on it. And my uh, the, the first night, the Monday night at... The Comedy Cellar, and by the way, I made sure to reserve my spot months in advance. Everything sells out there. I mean, everything. The Comedy Cellar is the most famous club in America now, and, you know, it's so teeny, but saw Joe List in person who, you know, I love, and and, um, some other great comedians, Mateo Lane, who I think is hilarious, and then the second night, I went to Hot Soup, which is Mark Norman's show at the Fat Black Pussycat right around the corner. The VU, the Village Underground, the Fat Black basically have the same entrance. It's right around the corner on McDougald and Forth from the cellar. And <clears throat> who started off that night? Sam Morrill. You know, who's doing theater tours now. He's too big for comedy clubs when he goes on the road. He does theaters now. He's, he was in here at least three times with me. And then Mark closed that out. And then Mark, the next day, got on a plane to come to San Francisco to do Cobbs whilst I was back there. And then um, on the Wednesday night, not as big because a lot of people started leaving, but I was back at the cellar again. But um, I have to give a shout out to a few people I had on my show uh, Ray Mercer, who was in The Lion King. I thought he was The Lion King for 20 years. Now he's a giraffe. <laughs> I swear we talked about him being The Lion King. He wasn't. He's a giraffe. But 
um, <clears throat> did me up for some greatly discounted, not cheap, but discounted tickets for that. But the day I got there from Philly, after I took the Acela, which sucks, the train, but getting to Philly from Philly to uh, Manhattan again, and my first night there, I went to see this play called The Collaboration because I had, there were only four actors in it. <clears throat> and the guy I had on, whose name escapes me, I'm sorry, he plays the, um, the sort of manager of both Andy Warhol and Jean-Michel Basquiat and tries to get them to come to, I think it was uh, Vienna or wherever it was. Maybe he was in Switzerland. I forgot. Zurich. Maybe it was Zurich. Uh, to work on a collaboration. <clears throat> and, you know, it was a play uh, that was a, you know, uh, a, a, you know a, a serious drama, obviously, but Andy Warhol was played by Paul Bettany, who's a fantastic actor. All you got to do is watch Master and Commander more than holds his own next to a young or a youngish and not fat, obese Russell Crowe in that movie. Uh, he's been a lot of movies, Da Vinci Code, Wimbledon, it goes on and on. <clears throat> and I didn't realize he's married to Jennifer Connelly, who top 10 all time, beautiful eyes, in my opinion, Rick, you're objectifying, you're a misogynist. Um, but anyway, I know I said, Jennifer Connelly has beautiful eyes. Cancel me. But, uh, Paul Bettany played Andy Warhol. And he's about a foot taller than him in real life. But, you know, every line is delivered like this. I don't, I don't want to buy any paintings. I don't want to paint anymore because I make movies now. And <laughs> he was, he's a great actor. He really is. And <clears throat> the guy who plays who played uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat, you know, I looked in the playbill, and he's huge on Broadway, and he's a good actor, too. And then there was this uh, girlfriend who had, like, a 10-minute cameo. But it was horrifying. Horrifying play. Because it was just people screaming at each other. And the guy who plays Basquiat has two meltdowns on stage where he's crying and he's breaking things and he's like in a tirade and he's screaming and he, he's running around, you know, just in the throes of complete sadness and, and, and okay. So if you judge it on acting, he's doing a great job acting. He's giving it his all. It's not that he's a bad actor, but who would write this? And then who would think that we'd be entertained by it? And so to me, it's one of these self-indulgent sort of pieces. Like, you know, when you're in an acting class, I would imagine the old Phil Hartman, this is something, this is nothing, this is something, this is nothing. This sort of like, you know, how can we push the bounds of human emotion, right? And so if you're into those dish rag dramas where everyone's just sad, I, I'm okay with people being sad and crying if it's entertaining, like if there's a point, if there's a point to it, but there was really no point to it. And, uh, the guy, I have like an uh, echo. I don't know what it is. Do you hear that echo? 
It's just a very slight echo. Anyway, uh, the guy who played Basquiat, like, I was thinking, you know, on, on days when there's a matinee, he has to do this twice a day. <laughs> just basically have a complete mental breakdown. It's got to be taxing on the guy. I'm sure he's being paid very well. But my point is, is that I'll, I'll watch a drama. Some of my favorite movies or dramas, I remember seeing a Sherlock Holmes play at the Royal Haymarket Theater in London where they had shit. I mean, it was a complete drama, but it was, it was titillating and scintillating and everything else, compelling and interesting. This was not interesting. I did not care about any character. And if Andy Warhol was played by a no-name or just some, you know, if you're into Broadway, you know these names, but if, if he was literally played by a no-name I never heard of, I probably would have given up uh, much earlier. So I remember seeing a play in London called Art where it had a punchline at the very end, and I thought, well, that was a waste of time. I would sit through Art 10 more times <laughs> before. And then I thought, you know what? Because last year I went to, to Kill a Mockingbird, which was just horrible with Jeff Daniels. What, and I had never seen the movie. I didn't realize what a boring plot that was. And so I just realized now I, you know, I've, I always have this aversion to musicals, even though I have seen a couple musicals that I really like. I got 15 minutes into Hamilton on TV and I couldn't take it. I'm King George and I'm here to say those pesky rebels are really lame. Oh my gosh. I don't know how anybody sits through Hamilton, but I know I'm in a very small minority because that's a tour de force and a triumph and everything else. That's really bad. But <clears throat> I'm, I'm just going to go to musicals or like in the West End and London, they have farce. I love farce. It's just misunderstandings. Or I'll go to something like The Mousetrap, which has been running for 60 years. You know, but I, I just, I'll, and, and this is why I'm not a theater guy. Uh, I love the theater. I, I was in plays. I was in musicals. I was in a Shakespeare play. Yeah, I was the guy who played D&D, was in the theater, played tennis, but also was the quarterback. You can't really pigeonhole me because you could call me a nerd, then you could call me a jock. But, yeah. So, um, anyway, the collaboration, if I had nine thumbs, they would all go down. <laughs> I only have two hands. <laughs> What a waste of time. But here's the thing. I'm sure some people came out of there and just saw the throes of despair and crying and breaking and and all the innuendo and all the times where everyone on stage was just silent and probably thought, what a masterpiece. I'm sure people will say this was a masterpiece. But if I want to see somebody cry, I'll just do what I did all day long for a week, and that is ride the subway. Uh, there's plenty of people crying on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, if you just want to see real, I'm not laughing at their plight. I'm just saying, if you just want to see real emotion, you don't have to pay hundreds of dollars to sit through the collaboration. But thanks for the free ticket. I mean, I do appreciate it. Great review. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back with Karen Lyle on the other side.
This is Karen Lyle with Sailsport Talk, talking to Walt Ranieri about adaptive sailing for blind sailors. Any, any good coach, any good sailing coach is going to tell you, close your eyes and get a sense of where the boat is, how it's healing, where's the wind coming from. And in fact, a lot of sports, there are moments when you're going to close your eyes to just recenter mm-hmm. yourself, whether it's in between a play, in between a pitch, in something to just allow yourself to resettle. And for, for us blind sailors, it's all about sound, of course. We have audible buoys on the race course. And I mentally prepare a kind of digital map in my brain as to where I am on the course, listening to the buoys, identify with some mental triangulation that I'm on the right side or the left side. And, of course, with match racing, it's kind of like one-on-one, so I need to know where that other boat is, too, because it's trying to make my life miserable. So, Walt, you have three people in your team. Is that correct? Yeah, so uh, the blind match racing, there's three blind people on board. No one sighted. And the first time I say this to people, they're like, what? No one sighted? Yep, no one sighted on board. And so we navigate around the course uh, by listening to where the port, which is the left side, the starboard, which is the right side, and the windward, which is the upwind buoy. They each make unique sounds. And by virtue of, let's see, I'm a little bit closer to the starboard one. I'm farther from the port one. And, oh, I'm below the line or I'm above the line. And then each boat has a sound emitter that says that I'm on port tack or I'm leaning to the right or I'm on starboard tack. I'm leaning to the left. And so I know what the other boat's doing. They know what I'm doing. And sometimes it's a little bit of controlled chaos. Two boats are going right at one another, and there are blind people on board, and they can't see. And uh, those sound indicators really help out to identify who needs to keep out of the way and when. So there are no real adaptations for blind sailing other than the audible marks. You're not tethered. You're on the boat. I do wear a helmet. I'm at the back of the boat, and sometimes the boom swings across. I think that's why they call it the boom. And uh, when I've had, I've been, it's called a head strike. I've had a few of those. and I've been very grateful that I've been wearing a helmet. So, you know, for all of you uh, sports enthusiasts out there, you're familiar with those, you know, those moments when things don't go exactly right. And uh, it's good to have the right equipment around. And for sailing, it's pretty minimal. Gloves, because you don't want your hands all ripped up with the lines Mm -hmm. and uh, something on your head so you don't get whacked. A, a, a lot of your listeners, you, you, you don't prepare every day for the worst thing that can happen, but sometimes it does. And the most important thing you need is an adaptive mindset to move forward because without it, you know, you're going to get stuck. And it's all about move, as human beings to stay relevant, to stay connected on the planet Earth without the human being, you got to keep moving forward. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And for those of you uh, watching on Twitch.tv as I swing my little high-def camera around, we're very happy to uh, have some uh, guests in studio here uh, for salesporttalk.com. First of all, Patty Mangan is with us. Patty, how are you? I'm great, Rick. How are you? Great. We're not getting her mic? Let's try that again. Oh, wait, there you are. Here I am. Okay, now it's up. Okay, and um, our guest in the studio is uh, Carol Hink, a U.S. Coast Guard uh, veteran. Carol, nice to have you in. 
Thank you for having me. Now, um, the Coast Guard, when I think of the Coast Guard uh, growing up in the Bay Area, I think of Coast Guard Island uh, in uh, Alameda and um, uh, keeping our shores safe from, I always think it's safe from like contraband and pirates and drug dealers and such things and then rescuing people. How would you sort of sum it up? Well, I think you're you're on the right track for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and in uh, in fact, uh, I'm originally from New York. I uh, born and raised in Brooklyn to a fisherman, um, and always saw the Coast Guard in action. They had a big air base over there, rescue base, and uh, always had it since I was always out in the water and really admired uh, their work. Uh, that just really called to me. So that's what made me. I think about enlisting to get some money for college and to and to go and help people, mm-hmm. and um, and when I was uh, my last duty station brought me out to the Bay Area. I was in Middletown, believe it or not, which is wow. For yeah. those that don't know, it is about two hours from San Francisco. It's Clear Lake, right? Exactly, Lake County, and uh, that was kind of my my <laughs> expression too, where I thought I'm in the Coast Guard. Where's the water? Um, <laughs> I'm not near the water. And I still haven't quite forgiven them for it because I spent my whole uh, Coast Guard career on land. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, and this ocean girl was very upset about that. So I have a, I have a kind of a grudge, you know, a love, a love grudge there. Um, but I was stationed at a Loran station, which is pre-GPS. So before you had GPS to help you mm-hmm. navigate, um, Loran was it. It was uh, – you would we would transmit this high-powered signal and – Sailors, captains, and pilots on planes even would use a receiver to triangulate the signal and find out where they are within like 99.9% accuracy. And that's what I did um, before uh, my enlistment was up. And I was, I, when you mentioned um, Alameda, what stuck in my mind was the World Series earthquake because that was my first earthquake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was a biggie, too. That was a biggie, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We just had one in Humboldt, I guess, this morning as yes. well, too. Yeah, getting a little bit there. Patty, do you have questions? Too? I do. The reason we've got Carol you just got to talk into the mic, though. The reason we've got Carol here today is because um, she ha- she came up, kind of floated up for me here in the Bay Area as a, a new sailor, someone who who has. Uh... So, Carol, tell us about how and wha- how you got on the water. <laughs> um, it is. Uh, I'm, st- I'm still blown away by it all and in deep gratitude, Patty. It has been amazing. So um, right at the beginning of the pandemic, we're, we're in lockdown. Um, I live in Redwood City, which is uh, has a little port area. Mm-hmm. And it's on the peninsula here in, in the Bay Area. And we're on lockdown. It's the first week of, of lockdown. And we don't know it's going to last for years at this point, right? And I'm walking around and there's a marina there. And I meet this sailor who also happens to be this boat uh, manufacturer. He you know, develops boats as well. He builds boats. Started talking with him and thought, oh, my gosh, yeah, I've always wanted to sail. It's on my bucket list. It seems like so far out of reach. It's never, you know, that's something that I don't know how you make that happen. Like, it's so difficult that I kept thinking, oh, maybe when I get money and when I, you know, when I have retired and I buy a boat, it just seemed far off. He's like, no, if you really, truly want to sail, I'll teach you. And so during the pandemic, that's when I started in 2020. Mm. And he had a 26 foot, um, beautiful little, it looks like a, a, he designed it himself, but it looks like a little Beneteau. And, uh, and I learned on that and sailed so, uh, so many hours just on that. It was perfect. 
And uh, it just, once I was out there, I knew this is, this is what I've been waiting for. And so I started sharing my experience, um, all the, the adventures, the, the, the points where you're scared to death, <laughs> the points that you have to work through it, and everything in between, and the community side to it. So I was sharing it everywhere, on social media, to my friends. And I even started sharing it on LinkedIn, which, you know, I didn't expect it. I thought, who really is going to care? Well, that gets more engagement when I post about those adventures because it's all about really coming from the heart and your personal, you know, triumphs and losses and, you know, and, 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 and tribulations. And through that, I, a PR agency found me and invited me, and this is where everything blew up in the best way possible, is a, they invited me to join the press corps for uh, this company, this AI company called Translated, and they are doing the OGR, the Ocean Globe Race, next year, this time next year. And it's the formerly the Whitbread uh, Race. Oh, okay. It's the 50-year anniversary. It's a, it's a very special time. And so they got inspired, and their whole story is, is inspiring on its own. They got inspired to do this. And so they bought a sister ship to put in the Bay Area because they're based out of Rome, and that's where the, sail, the race boat is. And they are going to be... Um, they decided let's share our excitement about how, um, you know, we believe in humans is their motto for their business. And it is what they have on their boat as well. It's just mm -hmm. this giant, we believe in humans and they really do walk the walk. And so they said, let's, let's invite people from the Bay area to experience what it might be like. And Paul Kayard, who is, mm -hmm. he's been in here. Yep. Yep. Uh, a major, uh, major influence in the sailing world. He uh, is part of this project with Marco Trombetti, who's the CEO of Translated. And so he's deeply involved. And so he has been leading these uh, adventures out on their sister boat right out of St. Francis Yacht Club. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, and I couldn't believe my luck in getting invited to be on it. And we joke about it now is that I'm the girl that won't leave because every time they have a spot <laughs> available, I'm like, can I go? <laughs> can I join? And can I bring other people on? And mm -hmm. uh, so I've, I've been very fortunate to bring other people on to experience this because it's a 65 foot swan. It's just gorgeous. Mm. And it's, it's the largest boat I've been on. So for me to know, see how big the lines are and how, the load, how heavy the load can be, and how it, and it's it's so many, uh, it's it's quite heavy compared to any of the race boats. It's not a light race boat; it's an older boat. Um, mm -hmm. Rick Tittle and uh, Patty Mangan of SailSportTalk.com are speaking with Coast Guard veteran Carol Hank. Well, you talked about those moments of peril. Can you take us through some of those that when you were experiencing? <laughs> they are ingrained in my mind. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I think the uh, one of them that was. Uh, I, to this day, I think it's the scariest part for me is um, we were actually out of Redwood City. Um, the port of Redwood City can get some really good cross crosswind over there, some good gusts. And we were coming in to port. And it's also we have to be very careful of the tide. So we have a tide situation always over there. Um, they do have a cargo ship that comes in. So there's a certain area you could say safely. And we had a really bad like a 25 knot crosswind that day coming in. And lots of activity, and and um, there was a tack uh, that just went wrong. Mm. And within, and we, I, and to this day, none of us really know. Like my my uh, teacher, my 
my mentor was on the boat with us and there was this four of us and and to this day we really don't know because it happened so quick it taught me a lot and he always said things can happen in, in a second and sure enough something went wrong with the tack the next thing I knew we went from the right side of the shore to the left side and we were sideways mm. we had completely went over the it the 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 gusts were so strong, it was pushing us over, getting to be almost on the land. And so um, we had to, uh, we were side, completely sideways. So we we're walking on the, you know, the the, t- the side part. Wow. And um, and I'm following my mentor and he's like, okay, we're getting the sails down super quick, getting the anchor out so that we don't keep going further onto the land. And, uh, and then calling to try to get some help, you know, and we wind up flagging down someone to tow us out. But in that moment, when you had all that winds pushing and then you're trying to get the sails down, uh, watching him was was amazing to see. In like seconds, he was up on the mast and doing all this stuff and, and I was trying to help, but it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, that taught me so much about you paying attention and, and being able to react. You have no time. You can't really panic. You have to think about mm-hmm. what's next. That's good with your military training, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What did you take from your time with the Coast Guard, even though you were, you were a, kind of a landlubber, but what did you take from that time? <laughs> a that, forced landlubber. <laughs> yes, took from that time that translated to what you do now. Oh, my gosh. It's it's interesting. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, because I was in Loran, our job is to help sailors navigate, mm-hmm. right? And fast forward many years later, I'm actually doing that now, too, mm. in a different way, where um, my career has been marketing communications, and the pandemic is, I kind of, just like a lot, many people went through a pivot, went through a personal moment where I, I asked myself, what am I doing? What can I do better? How can I make a difference? And 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 uh, and I saw that the the culture of most companies, especially in the startup world, is is broken. And I thought, what can I do to help that? So I launched a new business last year in, uh, in consulting and helping startups create these cultures that make employees love where they work and can scale with them. And so I was thinking about the parallel. It was interesting how I was, I was helping sailors navigate since 1987. <laughs> and now I'm doing it. I'm helping navigate in a different mm. world. Um, but uh, it's, it's also been very interesting in thinking about that moment where I was in peril and I was on the side of the boat. When I was in Lorraine Station, Middletown, our job, we were the, we would transmit the signal. If the equipment broke, we would fix it. But we also were monitoring the um, signal. And if something was wrong with the signal, a boat or plane could crash. And we had 90 seconds to let anyone know that that signal was false it was wrong don't Mm. follow it and Mm. if we didn't you know bad things could happen and if you messed up you could be court-martialed or go through a captain's mask it's that it's almost like air traffic controller and i had that flash through my head when we were going sideways (laughs) about how quick things happen and how you really have to it's about uh how you show up Mm -hmm. right how you show up and how you can add value and uh panicking will get you, will help nobody. Mm-hmm. So before we let you go, is uh, for your your uh, business, you have a website you're pushing or you'd like us to look oh, at? Thank you. Um, actually, the best place for people to find me right now is uh, LinkedIn. At LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Carol Hink, H-I-N-K. And of course, Patty, yep. salesporttalk.com. 
Right. As always. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Carol. Yeah, thanks for coming in. It was great meeting you. Thanks for your stories. Thank you. Good stuff. We uh, want to get more women out on the water. Yeah. You're, you're a radio natural, too. <laughs> I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break and we will come on back on Sports Byline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, welcome back. We still have another two hours to go. Jason Grimsley is going to be coming on in the third hour. I'm going to have to ask him about a certain Scott Hatterberg home run. Oh, you know I will. You know I will. Um, the first round of bidding has closed in the potential sale of the Washington Commanders. That's right. Dan and Tanya Snyder hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions. Uh, the commanders are keeping stum, as they say in England, or mum, they're not saying anything. But league sources say that the estimated full franchise value is somewhere in between 5.5 and 6.5 billion. Now, a billion dollars, one way or the other, is a far huge scope. But what they're looking at is that the don- the donkeys, when they were bought, when Pat Bowen passed away and their family had to sell, the Broncos went for $4.65 billion. And there are also um, people who think that if they buy the team, that they're going to have to build a new stadium, maybe in the more uh, suburb areas of Virginia, where the money is. But so they say you have to keep about at least a half a billion ready to start a stadium. So Roger Goodell says he doesn't know if Snyder's going to sell the team or half the team. Remember, this is a guy who bragged about growing up a Redskin fan, as he used to say. Um, there was uh, some people thought that Jeff Bezos was going to try and buy the club, and then there was a rumor that Jeff Bezos with Jay Z was going to buy the club. Another uh, potential bidder could be uh, Beghad Ebali, who is from Clear Lake Capital. Also, Todd Bowley, the guy that just bought Chelsea. I mean, how much money do these guys have? But anyway, uh, it looks like Dan Snyder is being pushed out. It's taken long enough, but it looks like he is being pushed out of the league. We have another two hours to go. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back, y'all. USA News, I'm Rich Johnson. Winter storms happen like in winter, like now, but the big one moving across the USA this weekend is especially bad timing, as millions of us are trying to travel for the Christmas weekend. They probably could you know, have 10,000 flights that may be canceled out of this whole situation here over the next few days. Meteorologist Joe Bastardi of Weather Bell says if the system dips far enough south, it won't just impact holiday travel. It gets under 28 degrees. They have to shut the refineries down, and we're going to have two, three, four nights where it's going to be there. The, the, the natural gas wells get capped. Right now, the main system's blasting the upper Midwest and will bring whiteout conditions to Nebraska and to the east by tomorrow. At least two people have been hurt after a magnitude 6.4 earthquake hit early this morning off the coast of Northern California. But trying to find out more is a chore. We're sorry. All circuits are busy now. Will you please try your call again?
authorities at the Humboldt County Sheriff's Office in Eureka, California, say about 70,000 are without power right now. There's also big damage to many roads and some bridges. It's getting a little better at the gas pump every few days. AAA now says the nationwide average price for a gallon of gas is $3.12, the lowest since July of last year. While we're not worried about gas supplies right now, another issue is the supply chain and children's meds. CVS and Walgreens are now limiting purchases of things like children's Tylenol because of skyrocketing demand because of the huge number of flu, COVID, and RSV cases. House Republicans want to wait till January when they take control of the House, but Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell again says Congress should pass a full-year spending bill this week. Lawmakers unveiled a $1.7 trillion plan today. McConnell says it's necessary to help Ukraine and keep Russia and China at bay. This is USA News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Jury selection continues in Washington today in the seditious conspiracy trial of former Proud Boys leader Enrique Terrio and four others. The selection began yesterday. Former President Trump says the House January 6th committee's criminal referrals to the Justice Department just make him stronger. On his social media platform, Trump said, quote, People who love freedom rally around me. It strengthens me. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Meanwhile, the incoming House Democratic leader, Hakeem Jeffries, tells MSNBC the House panel made history. The fact that they were able to conduct this type of inquiry with such intense pressure and maintain the dignity of it all uh, was incredible and I think will go down in history as one of the most important moments of congressional inquiry ever in the Republic. Republicans who were quick to defend Trump after the seizure of documents at Mar-a-Lago over the summer have been mostly quiet. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell would only say the entire nation knows who is responsible for January 6th. Meanwhile, Trump's taxes take center stage on Capitol Hill today. The House Ways and Means Committee will decide whether to release to the public years of Trump's tax returns. If the panel decides to do that, there's no word when it might happen. After a years-long battle between the committee and Trump, the Supreme Court last month cleared the way for the possible release. Rich Johnson, USA News. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign. So print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. 
If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Hour one is in the books. Dr. Robert, uh, Penny Mangan, and Carol Hink. I didn't know there'd be people in the studio. I might have. I did take a shower, which is good. Um, Richard Aquila is coming up. He's written a book called Rock and Roll in Kennedy's America. We also have Neil Heron from Vanilla Beast. And then the third hour, Jason Grimsley will join us, and Clint Coley, a comedian uh, as well. He will drop on by. Uh, For you golf fans out there, interesting news today. Augusta National Golf Club chairman Fred Ridley announced that no changes will be made to the qualifying criteria to next year's Masters, which means that all eligible golfers will be able to compete regardless of any professional affiliation. That means live golf, you're in for the Masters. How about that? He said, regrettably, recent actions have divided men's professional golf by diminishing the virtues of the game and the meaningful legacy of those who built it. It's pretty well said. How about that? Although we are disappointed in these developments, our focus is to honor the tradition of bringing together a preeminent field of golfers this coming April. Therefore, as invitations are sent this week, we will invite those eligible under our current criteria to compete in the 2023 Masters Tournament. As we have said in the past, we look at every aspect of the tournament each year and any modifications or changes to invitation criteria for future tournaments will be announced in April. And so what he means is that, I mean, 16 live golfers have qualified. If you go by past champions, major championship exemptions, and or rankings inside that top 50 of the official world golf rankings. That means Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, Bubba Watson, Charles Schwartzworld, Sergio Garcia... They're all granted lifetime exceptions. And then Cameron Smith, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka as well. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Let's do this. 
I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Tune in app, iHeartRadio, Upstitcher, up, Twitch.tv as I hold up this book to the cameras here. It's called Rock and Roll in Kennedy's America, a cultural history of the early 1960s, which is available from John Hopkins University Press. And we have the author with us right now, 
Uh, very happy to have Richard Aquila with us. And uh, Richard, an interesting title, as you say, Kennedy's America, the early 60s. It's rock and roll, but it's also a cultural history. It seems like it's a kind of a, uh, a grab bag of things. How did you come up with this topic? Well, you're, you're right. It's, it really is a hybrid. On the one hand, the book is a very comprehensive look at early 1960s rock and roll. I mean, I deal with all of the major artists, obviously, but a lot of the obscure ones, too. And I'm always asking the same question, and that is, uh, along with the quality of the music, what does it tell you about the times? And that leads into what we're talking about here, that it is a history of the music, but it's also a history of the times. That's what makes this book so different. You think about the day the music died, right, when they said when Buddy Holly uh, crashed at the end of the 50s, but then you had the emergence of the Beatles' uh, invasion as well. But I also think about the time of the Bo Diddleys of the world and the blues and the Elvises taking that and turning it in to white music, you know, basically stealing it and putting their little, uh, you know, spin on it. It's an interesting time from those different uh, cultures sort of uh, coming together. Oh, yeah, it really is. And one of the things is, too, I mean, the whole notion of the day the music died, uh, and that's ingrained in people's minds because of the Don McLean hit from 1971, American Pie. Mm -hmm. And that notion becomes a myth, really, because what I set out to do in this book is I wanted to show that it was exactly the opposite, that after the death of Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper and Richie Valens in 1959, the music undergoes a renaissance in some ways. I mean, it goes to a new a golden age in terms of innovations. I mean, we're talking during the early 1960s, things like Motown is born and all of the great groups coming out of that. Surf music comes into play there in the early 1960s. Uh, the Brill Building sound coming out of New York City adds violins to whether it's country rock or uh, R&B rock or pop rock. I mean, the music is extraordinary. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize that, which is a reason why I wrote this book. I wanted to put the music back into the musical spotlight as well as the historical spotlight as well. And then you take in the era of Camelot and Kennedy, and of course that came to an abrupt and tragic end as well. How does that kind of tie in? Well, what's, what's fascinating as I start looking at this is we're talking a real tipping point there on November 22nd, 1963. Not just for the country, uh, and obviously it's going to be extremely traumatic for what goes on in the United States, but also for the music. The music will never be the same. And we're not talking something that happens slowly. We're talking something within weeks. The music is going to change abruptly. Many of those artists who were mainstays on the rock and roll charts prior to November 22nd, uh, those artists, people like Roy Orbison, Gene Pitney, Brenda Lee, the Shirelles, uh, many of those artists couldn't buy a hit after November 22nd, 1963. They just stopped having hits. And the reason was because of the coming of the Beatles. The Beatles are going to hit uh, like two or three weeks after the death of John F. Kennedy. And that's going to change things forevermore because prior to that date of November 22nd, essentially you had to be an American artist to make the charts. 
I mean, if you take a look at you, you mentioned during the 1950s, Bo Diddley, Elvis Presley, and all the rest of the rock and roll pioneers, and as well as in the early 1960s, those artists were born and bred in the United States. If you were not an American, you weren't going to make the charts during that time period. And, and teenagers thought, well, you know, if you're not an American, you can't sing rock and roll because it's American-style music. All of a sudden, that's going to change flip-flops, really, because after November 22nd, it's hard for American artists uh, <laughs> to make the charts. So it really does change almost overnight, and there's some really interesting reasons why, I think. Well, a tumultuous time, to say the least. Both Kennedys assassinated MLK. You got Vietnam, you got the Cold War, the Civil Rights Movement, you got women building into women's lib in the 70s, these culture wars that are going on. I mean, it's just uh, it's a, it's a decade like no other. Oh, sure. And when you get that tumultuous change by the late 1960s, it, the music basically reflects the times and uh, reinforces what's going on. And as you move into that different era by the late 1960s and early 1970s, it's no longer quite as innocent sounding in terms of the music. Uh, the things that kids are worried about by the late 1960s are things like the war in Vietnam's uh, growing the civil unrest in streets and on college campuses, the coming of the counterculture, all of those things resonated by the late 60s and early 70s, whereas prior to 1963, it's a different America in many ways in terms of the mood of the country, much more optimistic, much more consensus behavior, and teenagers were in step with that mainstream culture. All that changes abruptly by the late 1960s. You know, whenever there's a list put together of greatest, it's beyond subjective. But, you know, we've, we've heard before that, you know, I Can't Get No Satisfaction is the greatest song of the 60s because of its message. And it's the Stones and the, you know, the, the, just the sound of it. Is it. For you, is there a quintessential, I mean, obviously the Beatles are the band, but is there a quintessential song for you or there's, just, there's too many to point at that one? That, that's a fascinating question. Uh, it it almost is, you know, it's what day of the week you ask me in some ways mm -hmm. and what my mood is and during the time. I think overall, uh, I would have to go back a little earlier into 1956 because when Elvis Presley explodes onto the scene with Hound Dog, that song is going to just reverberate across the country and it all opens up all sorts of possibilities in terms of the mixture of rhythm and blues music and, and pop music and country music, it really changes things from that perspective. And it wasn't just the sound, which in itself was revolutionary, but it was Elvis's performing style that is going to change it, too. I mean, no longer is it going to be a Perry Como or Frank Sinatra standing behind a microphone or sitting on a stool. Elvis is out there shaking his hips and wiggling like crazy with as people are screaming in the audience. So I, I think I'd have to go with that song. Uh, and obviously, every era is going to have a different sound, different style. If we move into the period that my book deals with, that is from 1960 right up through the end of 1963, during that time period, uh, I, I liked... Gary U.S. Bonds, quarter to three, excellent mm. song mm. during those years. And uh, we'll li we'll listen to a little Hound Dog on the way out here. But just one last question for you: You're a rock and roll historian. When you started doing a deeper dive, as the kids say, what was one thing that maybe sort of surprised you? 
in what sense? In just the sense that I didn't even know that, and I'm supposed to know all this stuff. Um, what surprised me about the music or about the time in terms of what was going on? Well, just like something that in your book that you wrote in that you didn't already know. It's just like, wow, you know, I had no idea. I, th- I think, well, there, there are a couple of things that really stood out for me. One of them was the story behind the Kingsman record, Louie Louie, mm-hmm. was ex- absolutely extraordinary. I wound up going into the FBI uh, records to take a look at this stuff. Hmm. And what's going to happen? Again, this is kind of tied to the Kennedy assassination. What happens within a couple of weeks after the Kennedy assassination as people are looking around for conspiracies on who killed Kennedy and what was, was Lee Harvey Oswald, a lone assassin, and things like that. All of a sudden, here comes this song, Louie Louie. And you, no one really knows what the lyrics deal with, but all sorts of conspiratorial stories began circulating. The FBI was brought into it. They they repeatedly played the record at different speeds, 33, 45, 78, and their conclusion was, what the heck? We, do, we have no idea what they're singing about here. We can't understand the lyrics. And complicating things, there was a set of allegedly obscene lyrics that made their rounds around the United States on college campuses, always handwritten. And if you listen to Louie Louie, reading those obscene lyrics, you swear that's what they're singing. <laughs> if, you, if you read the official lyrics uh, that, that appeared on song sheets, you would swear that that's what they're singing. I mean, it's extraordinary in terms of what was going on. And that kind of surprised me that so many people across the United States throughout 1963, 64, into 65, were looking at this and seeing this as a big threat to American teenagers. Uh, so that, that one really was kind of a surprise. Uh, the other thing, let me have one last thing here, and that is the tour buses that toured the United States with rock and roll singers. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, these were package tours, usually 15 to 20 artists. Mm-hmm. Dick Clark ran a caravan of stars. They performed throughout the South. These were whites and blacks. And if you want to take a look at the grassroots level in terms of the rise of the civil rights movement and the integration that's beginning to happen in the United States, those tour buses were like... Uh, uh, many experiments in integration on wheels as they traveled all over the United States. And the relationships among the artists were always fine. It, the problems they ran into sometimes is when they pulled into cities, particularly in the South, in terms of different things that were going on. Mm-hmm. And Dick Clark really surprised me because Clark emerges as a hero in terms of what's happening there because whenever somebody... Uh, like if they pulled into a rest stop and tried to go into a restaurant, and because there were blacks on the bus, if the whites refused to serve the blacks, Clark would just say, "If you either serve all of us or none of us. And he repeatedly would get all of the artists, they'd walk out of the restaurant, and they'd go someplace else that would serve them. But, I mean, all sorts of interesting things were going on behind the scenes. There he is, Richard Aquila, the book, Rock and Roll in Kennedy's America, a cultural history of the early 1960s from John Hopkins University Press. Richard, thanks for coming on. Congratulations on the book. Thank you very much. Nice talking to you. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. I don't know about that, but thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Coming up in the next segment, 
We will talk to uh, Neil Heron. Gil Scott Heron? No, Neil Heron. Who's that? 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Speaking of uh, sales, uh, we have one in the NBA now. Robert Sarver, you might remember the trouble that he got into as the owner of the Phoenix Suns. It was over a year ago now that ESPN uh, published an investigation they did into the Suns' workplace misdeeds under Sarver's ownership, which include many allegations that Sarver had thrown out the N-word. Yeah, that's not good anywhere, much less as an NBA owner. And... Many misogynistic comments and meetings, and the NBA had this investigation, and then they said, one-year suspension, and LeBron James said, what? And Chris Paul said, what? A one-year suspension? And remember, the owner, all right, the owner, the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, said, there's really nothing more than I can do. I can't. I can't take his team away from him. But he got so much uh, pressure to leave that they basically squeezed him out. And if you, you know, I remember him saying to paraphrase, you know, why can't I uh, <clears throat> learn from this? Well, what's, uh, this, is, this is lame. Well, he bought the Suns in 2004 for $401 million at the time as an NBA record. When the Warriors were bought, so just the next team that's sold is basically going to be more than the, uh, than the last. But according to ESPN, he's selling it for $4 billion. So 10 times what he bought it, right? <clears throat> If you buy a team for four hundred million and then you sell it for four billion, is that ten times? Right? Okay. <laughs> it seems right, but then all of a sudden it seems wrong. By the way, it's freezing in here. I got three layers. Dominic's got a hood on, like he's Nanook of the North. That'll probably get me canceled now. By the way, there's another word that <clears throat> can't be used, and there was a. Uh, Robert uh, Griffin III, of course, who's African-American, he said, um, you know, this team has been trying to get rid of those bugaboos for a long time. And and I thought, oh, wow. And people are like, you can't say that. That's a term from, uh, you know, it's a racist term. And he's like, I didn't even know. I'm really sorry. And and then I think about it. I go, yeah, that is racist. You got to be careful. It's like, you know, if you say, oh, the whole cotton picking thing, it's like, oh, no. Anything to do with picking cotton. Remember... We don't have owners in the NBA. We have governors. And even in Oregon, where they played Oregon, Oregon State, their big game in football was called the Civil War. That got changed a few years ago because the Civil War, what happened during the Civil War? Well, there's one side that had slaves. And uh, so any inference to that time has to go. So if you're Robert Sarver and you're throwing out the N-word, you're going to go. And so he's selling, uh, and the thing to keep in mind, too, I believe this includes the Phoenix Mercury, which is the WNBA team. So you're getting uh, the uh, women's basketball team as well. But still, $4 billion. 
Uh, the person to whom he is uh, selling it to is Matt Ishbia. Matt Ishbia is the billionaire CEO of something called United Wholesale Mortgage. Not surprised. Uh, Ishbia tried to buy the Broncos, and apparently he's a name that's been mentioned with the Commanders, too. But the thing about Ishbia, he does have a little bit of a personal history with basketball. He was a walk-on from Michigan State and won a national championship in 2000. Didn't play, but he made the team, which is not easy to do. He went to Michigan State's business school, and then he started working at the mortgage company, was named CEO uh, nine years ago by his dad. Hey, whatever works, right? I I would not be a guy, if my dad had a billion-dollar company and he's like, you're the next CEO, Dad, I want to make it on my own. He's like, no, I went to business school. I know what I'm doing. But still, it helps. (laughs) Right? Um, And that he says he's bringing in his brother, Justin Ishbia, uh, to be part of the ownership group. And I would imagine... If he's a billionaire and their dad was a billionaire, that probably Justin uh, works for that, uh, works for that for as well. But yeah, remember the punishment was too lenient. And by the way, he was suspended for one year and fined $10 million. And that was the biggest fine in history, of course, uh, by far. But uh, LeBron, I remember he's saying there's no place in this league for this type of behavior. I love the league, but sexism, racism, misogyny, and how can this guy stay? And then Chris Paul, the former son, the current son, I should say, tweeted out, like many others, I reviewed the report. I was and am horrified and disappointed by what I read. This conduct, especially towards women, is unacceptable and must never be repeated. But Silver said there's no audio evidence, there's no video evidence. Um, It's just people's, you know, it's just interviewing them, taking from what what, for their word. But remember during the Sterling saga, the Clippers and the Warriors Warriors nearly boycotted a playoff game. And Steph Curry said, whatever you guys want to do. And at the last minute, the Clips said, you know, we'll wear some protest T-shirts and then we'll leave. Chris Paul was part of that. And Steph Curry has regrets. He said we should have left. He regretted playing that game. He admitted that a couple months ago. He said, when I look back now, we should never have played that game. So, but don't feel bad for Robert Sarver, who uh, <laughs> has just made a 10-time uh, profit uh, on that investment, and that's not a surprise uh, that he did. All right, when we come back on the other side, Neil Heron will join us. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal driving high will get you a dui and if you're wondering if law enforcement can tell you're driving high well everyone else can friends 
I can tell you drove high. Parents? I can tell when you drive high. Relatives? I can tell. You drove here high, didn't you? So what makes you think law enforcement can't? I can tell. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more On all the gifts for the ones you adore Wine spirits, beers all nestled on shelves Got some advice from our helpful elves Oh, so, so many gifts to explore When you go, go to Total Wine and more Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa Price so amazingly low, low, low Love what you find Always lowest prices at Total Wine and more Delivery available Drink responsibly, B21 I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Whatever works. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome Neil Heron. And uh, he is here from the Vanilla Gaming Company. Here to talk about their new game, Vanilla Beast Retro 
knockout. Neil, welcome to the show. First of all, talk about the Vanilla Gaming Company because you guys are uh, kind of loose cannons and quirky, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, Rick. I, I guess you could say that. I, I think we're more nostalgic than anything. You know, it seems like what we're getting in movies and media and games these days is these narratives where we have to follow along where we're just trying to have fun, man. We're, we're making things fun like they used to be. We're taking cues from Caddyshack and Big Trouble Little China, right? We're, we're we're, we're making something for the adult male that lets them say, ah, this is what I remember. This is how it was. Yeah, it's right in my wheelhouse as well. So let's talk about uh, Vanilla Beast and uh, Retro Knockout. What's going on here? So what we're doing here, we actually have a whole game series coming out. We're starting with Retro Knockout, and it is a we're paying homage. It's like a love letter to Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Mm -hmm. So what we've done is we've used that blueprint of a game from the late 80s We've updated it, modernized it, matured it into something that we have now where it's a parody game. And you don't see a lot of parody. You see parodies in movies, right? You know, Scary Movie and, and Meet the Spartans and obviously Weird Al on the music side. And, and you don't normally see it in the gaming industry. So we're using that avenue to bring back some of the classics. And like I said, modernize and make it hilarious. It's, a lot of, it, it's comedy heavy. The, the whole point of this is to make you laugh. And, and we're using that as a blueprint to bring some of these older games to the newer generation and just let you have a good time while you're playing it. Now let's talk about the Vanilla Chord Discord channel. What are we getting there? So that's actually grown right now, and that allows you beta access right now today. So if you were to click on that link and you sign up, all you need to do is type a command, exclamation point beta key, and you get a beta key, you can start playing the game right now today. And we're a smaller indie uh, game company, right? So we take that stuff to heart. Like, I care. I talk with people in the Discord almost every single day. So if you're a gamer and it doesn't matter where you're at in the world and you play the game and you got some feedback, you can talk directly with me. We're not EA. We're not Ubisoft. We care what people say. And we're, we're changing the game based on, uh, you know, the, the proper criticism. Obviously, there will be trolls out there. But, you know, people who are genuinely interested in the game, and has legit feedback, we're taking it all into account so that when we release the game here in a few months, we can have the best player experience possible. I remember on the NES in the late 80s, there was a game called Mylon Secret Castle by Hudson Soft, and on the back they had, yeah. a, they had a, a phone number, a 415 number, If there was, and at the very end you fought this skeleton of a pterodactyl and you had to throw bubbles on him, and I couldn't beat the final boss, and I called the number... And the guy, like the CEO of Hudson Soft, he answered, he was eating like a bowl of soup, and he kind of tried to talk me through it. This is kind of like you guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that takes me back to, there was also a game on NES called Star Tropics. And, and right. to beat it, you needed a code in the back of the manual to continue the game. And actually it says, okay, put in code on the last. And I didn't have the manual. I rented it from Blockbuster <laughs> back in the day. I never could beat the game as a kid, right? So I, I get what you're saying there. It's cool when people do that. And we're really doing the same thing. And, and yeah, we're not, we're not big corporation here. We're trying to make games uh, uh, by the people for the people. And that's really my whole thing we're set out to do here. That sounds all American there. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're definitely all American. But I mean, you know, we'll accept anybody. Doesn't matter where you are across the world. But the main thing is, is, is the humor, man. We're getting in there. Like I said, I mentioned, like uh, one of the as soon as the game starts, you get a funny uh, uh, tyke mycin. So that's one of the things we've done. Like we've taken not just boxers, but also wrestlers and pop icons from you know from pop culture. 
across the last 30, 40 years, and we made parody characters. So instead of Macho Man Randy Savage, we've got Macho Boxer Dandy Ravage, right? <laughs> From the Rocky movie, who, who doesn't love Clubber Lang, right? Pity the Fool and all that. So we got Smasher Wang. So what we've done is we've taken, you know, instead of Rocky Cocky, we've got, uh, and, you know, Jake Paul. So we won't get into Jake Paul right now because it's 50-50. You love him as a content creator. People do, but the true boxing fans don't believe he's there yet. He's just a content creator. So we've taken on that, and what we've done is taken advantage of it. We've got fake jaw, right? (laughs) So fake jaw is essentially the glass Joe of the game. He's that first guy you face that you're supposed to just be able to pound on and learn the game. <laughs> it's like a tutorial. So fake jaw was real, real handy with us uh, for us right now. <laughs> Got more questions for Neil Heron about the game Vanilla Beast Retro Knockout. I'm a sucker for you talk about nostalgia, eight bit and and sixteen bit. I just think about the days of the you know the Genesis and the Super Nintendo and the NES and the and the and even the. The limited music, but the bleeps and the bloops, it still uh, resonates with me big time. And we've kept that. And that's that's a good point that you brought up there. We've kept, so when you play the game and you're actually fighting, we've got those bleeps and bloops. Uh, we have, you know, we couldn't steal yet. We had to make our own, so we made our own bleeps and bloops, so to speak. And that's there. But for like a cut scene, we have like parody songs. Like, you know, you're the best, uh, you're the best around. Well, we have a full-fledged you're the best for now. And it goes on to say why you're only the best. It's a very realistic version. So we have updated soundtrack and music and, and everything going on, but we still wanted that nostalgic feel of those little, uh, boom, 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 you know, when you punch them and whatnot, so that mm-hmm. you can still feel like you're playing back in the early 90s. And each match is a full experience, boxer intros, ring locks, 10-point system, just like the pros use. And then outside the ring, you've got a uh, story unfolding with illustrated scenes. Exactly, and that was done by Oleg uh, Akunov. He's a great illustrator. He's done many games before, uh, Metropolis, Lux Obscure. He worked on perky little things. He has graphic novels out. He did an excellent job on the story. And see, that's what we wanted to do. The, the problem that I've seen on forums and whatnot over the years is everybody loved Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, but it was a product of its time. You could only do so much in 19, you know, the late 80s, in 87, 88 there. We don't have those limitations now. But what Nintendo, I believe, has failed at, and what the people have said that Nintendo has failed is they continue to make punch-out games, but they didn't mature them. It's like, I'm not 10 anymore, Rick. I'm 42. You know, I was born in 80, and I played these games, and I want to play them again, but I don't, don't make me feel like I'm 10 years old. Let me feel like I've aged, and I want the game to age with me, and that's exactly what we've done. We've brought a mature story. We've made it for the retro gamers out there that grew up on these and know what it's like to play them back then, you'll feel that, you'll be excited about it, but we're telling you a story, and we're giving you the, the options to actually continue to be an adult, and you don't have to be a child and watch this G-rated type of game. Yeah, it is M, and I was just looking at a screenshot. The Statue of Liberty looks like she's wearing a bikini. That is correct, Rick. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what we do here. <laughs> There's no reason why she needed to be fully clothed on such a nice sunny day. Especially when the French made her. <laughs> well, that's true. We won't get into that. We, we try to stay neutral there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that one, well, we've we got to be fair, though. That is Venariusville. I don't actually say it's in America. You know, it's a good, good chance that uh, that's the, the Statue of Liberty, but it's a special version of it. That's, that's the new version. Right. It could be the Planet of the Apes one. I mean, you never know. 
Um, exactly, exactly. It's alternate universe. So uh, tell us about Ace in the Hole in the works. Well, see, that's kind of the way we did that. And I'll try to sum this up as quick as possible. So we were working on that, and we were seeing how things were going. I'm like, you know what? Marvel had a great idea how they introduced their good movies. Remember back when Marvel was good? It feels like it was 95 years ago, but they actually did a good plan when they announced, or they came out with like Iron Man. That was a great movie, right? And then you have like Captain America and Thor. And what Marvel did is they introduced the characters so that the people started caring. And the people who may not have known about the characters, they got the lore, they got the backstory, and then they brought in the Avengers at the end, and bam, they already had the audience, they, they, they knew the backstory, they knew the lore, and the Avengers was like a catch-all movie for everybody who had been watching. That's exactly what we're doing now. So Ace in the Hall is going to be our Avengers that's down the road. We're going to release a series of nostalgic games that all follow the Vanilla Beast character, and you'll learn new characters along the way. You'll learn the, the, the lore of the world and, and the characters, and then we'll bring it all together and ace in a hole down the road. It's, it's essentially the same business plan. And, and Vanilla Beast uh, is a spy. Is that right? Well, yes, yes. He's done many things. It's, it's, Vanilla Beast is both, uh, based off of true fictional events from my own life. Hmm. So I've been there. I've lived it. And what I mean by that is, is that a lot of this happened. Uh, maybe some of it didn't. Maybe I embellished a little bit here and there. You know, that's what you do. But it'll be entertaining along the way. So, yes, Ace in the Hole, you are a spy of sorts. It's kind of like a uh, James Bond slash um, Austin Powers. And really, Austin Powers is one of the greatest parodies of all time. And mm-hmm. I, I just love what Mike Myers did with that. Was, Dr. Evil and all that was so funny, just so funny back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what we're doing. But you'll learn that Vanilla Beast did many things on his life, like through his path. Like in this one, he's going to become the uh, you know heavyweight champion of the world there. So if I could take uh, three to five minutes of this game that you could show somebody for like an elevator pitch, what would be your favorite part then? The favorite part of the game? Yeah. Um, we would get to the end before you have a title fight because what we wanted to do was make, I think what lacked, and not just boxing games in general over the years, but fighting games, is it doesn't feel like it's an event. Like, you know, when, when Mayweather's about to fight or Tyson's about to fight, remember Lennox Lewis back in the day, Roy Jones, it was an event. Like, you looked forward to it, right? Coming up on the week, it was pay-per-view, maybe friends were coming over. So the best thing I could do is show you one of our title fights. It's got the entrance. It's got their own unique music playing. You get a backdrop, a beautiful pixel art of where the venue's at, if it's an outside arena, indoor arena. You see them come into the ring, uh, and then the fight gets ready. We have a little parody of Mills Lane, um, God rest his soul. You know, he mm-hmm. just passed away. He yeah. literally passed away on the day we let the bay out, which wow. was just, and, and yeah, it was tragic because he was such an important part of boxing. And the day we release our beta and we're getting all these hundreds of people fun, then all the comments are like, Oh my God, is that Mills? He just passed away. So it was a very like bittersweet thing happening we were happy what we were doing, but it was very sad. So, Part to answer your question there, we wouldn't want to see you come out for the first time against the boxer in a title fight. We got our little parody bills laying there, and you get to see the training right beforehand. It's it's like a whole experience. Each fight is almost its own event and experience in itself, and we plan on having over 30 of these in the game. And you can wish list it now on Steam? Yes, it's right now. It's on Steam. We're actually going to be on Steam's next fest. We're going to have a really cool demo coming out that starts at the end of January. So you're about 30 days away from our our main demo. We've released the beta. We've got great feedback. 
We're making changes. We're polishing it up. You can wish list it right now, and when you do that, you'll be notified. We'll have a free demo that comes out on Steam in about 30 days or so, and um, you'll get a really good um, understanding of what the gameplay loop is. And I promise you, everybody out there, the humor does not miss. If you are, let's just say, if you're a male that's currently alive over the age of 30, it's a winner. Neil Heron, Vanilla Beast, Retro Knockout. Make sure to check it out from the Vanilla Gaming Company. Neil, good stuff. Thanks for coming by, man. All right. Appreciate it, Rick. Thanks. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline USA. When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the U.S. 
USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Closing out hour number two of three, NFL officials informed owners at the league meetings that the NFL 32 franchises have spent more than $800 million now on fired coaches and front off ex- executives in the past five years. And just recently, the Panthers are paying Matt Rule uh, four years of his $60 million contract. Frank Reich is getting $9 million. The Titans fired John Robinson with four more years on his contract. The Giants are paying three head coaches this year and all their staff this year alone. Pat Shermer, Fritz's son, he got fired two years ago. He has three years left. Joe Judge, two years into a five-year contract, he has three years left. And then Brian Dable, of course, the head coach now. <laughs> That's because nine teams needed new coaches last year. Jaguars, Bears, Vikings, Giants, Dolphins, Broncos, Texans, Raiders, and Saints. But the NFL is preaching patience is what they're doing. And this is what Mark Davis, of course, who's paying uh, John Gruden a lot of money. What does he owe him? Six more years of uh, that contract. And uh, so, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, why don't they just fire um, Josh McDaniels? It's like, because then he'll have to pay, like the Giants have to pay three guys. Going to pay the new guy, too. Yeah, that's the price of doing business in the big city. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break, and we will come on back with hour number three. USA News, I'm Rich Johnson. Winter storms happen like in winter, like now, but the big one moving across the USA this weekend is especially bad timing, as millions of us are trying to travel for the Christmas weekend. They probably could you know, have 10,000 flights that may be canceled out of this whole situation here over the next few days. Meteorologist Joe Bastardi of Weather Bell says if the system dips far enough south, it won't just impact holiday travel. It gets under 28 degrees. 
They have to shut the refineries down, and we're going to have two, three, four nights where it's going to be there. The, the, the natural gas wells get capped. Right now, the main system's blasting the upper Midwest and will bring whiteout conditions to Nebraska and to the east by tomorrow. At least two people have been hurt after a magnitude 6.4 earthquake hit early this morning off the coast of Northern California. But trying to find out more is a chore. We're sorry. All circuits are busy now. Will you please try your call again later? Authorities at the Humboldt County Sheriff's Office in Eureka, California, say about 70,000 are without power right now. There's also big damage to many roads and some bridges. It's getting a little better at the gas pump every few days. AAA now says the nationwide average price for a gallon of gas is $3.12, the lowest since July of last year. While we're not worried about gas supplies right now, another issue is the supply chain and children's meds. CVS and Walgreens are now limiting purchases of things like children's Tylenol because of skyrocketing demand because of the huge number of flu, COVID, and RSV cases. House Republicans want to wait till January when they take control of the House, but Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell again says Congress should pass a full-year spending bill this week. Lawmakers unveiled a $1.7 trillion plan today. McConnell says it's necessary to help Ukraine and keep Russia and China at bay. This is USA News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Jury selection continues in Washington today in the seditious conspiracy trial of former Proud Boys leader Enrique Terrio and four others. The selection began yesterday. Former President Trump says the House January 6th committee's criminal referrals to the Justice Department just make him stronger. On his social media platform, Trump said, quote, People who love freedom rally around me. It strengthens me. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Meanwhile, the incoming House Democratic leader, Hakeem Jeffries, tells MSNBC the House panel made history. The fact that they were able to conduct this type of inquiry with such intense pressure and maintain the dignity of it all uh, was incredible and I think will go down in history as one of the most important moments of congressional inquiry ever in the Republic. Republicans who were quick to defend Trump after the seizure of documents at Mar-a-Lago over the summer have been mostly quiet. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell would only say the entire nation knows who is responsible for January 6th. Meanwhile, Trump's taxes take center stage on Capitol Hill today. The House Ways and Means Committee will decide whether to release to the public years of Trump's tax returns. If the panel decides to do that, there's no word when it might happen. After a years-long battle between the committee and Trump, the Supreme Court last month cleared the way for the possible release. Rich Johnson, USA News. 
If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign. So print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash this is your sign for details. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Rick Tittle knows his sports I hate that guy I love that guy Oh my gosh, he's so fine Rick Tittle brings home the bacon fries it up in a pan and then he eats it Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. Hour three coming up. Do we know who's with pro wagering today? We don't know yet. Um, Jason Grimsley will join us at 1125. His book, Cross Stitch. Jason Grimsley had a controversial career we'll get into and Clint Coley will be at St. Louis Helium he will join us uh, the other day we saw John Morant uh, jawing double entendre intended with a fan and he ended up getting thrown out of a game and he made some comment to uh, fans sitting courtside and I wasn't even going to bring that up but I saw an article by Bill Ryder, who's a CBS writer, double entendre intended, with the uh, with CBS Sports, an NBA writer, and he said it was stupid and ridiculous and self defeating and utterly counter to how stars are treated. And he said it's time for officials to start treating John Morant like a star. And I was thinking, oh, it's going to be JD Sharp, uh, but anyway. So does that mean that he should get away with more? And it's like, that's exactly what his point was. Like, you don't throw out LeBron James or Steph Curry uh, when uh, when they start getting mad or whatever. Not that those guys usually do. But what, I don't know. How do you feel about that? They should start treating, treating him like the star that he is. So what does that mean? He can do whatever he wants? I don't know. I... Uh, I thought that was curious, but I mean, I, I guess there is a point. We we don't pay big money to see Matthew Dellavedova, you know. We we pay to see LeBron James and Steph Curry and John Morant. So it's an interesting 
take, as the kids would say, start treating him like... It's sort of like the strike zone. If Wade Boggs spit on a pitch, it was a ball. And if I took the pitch, it was a strike. You know, and Angel Hernandez and others have admitted that before. It's like, ah, he's a rookie, whatever. It just doesn't... I don't know. It seems a little bit off. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. There I am on twitch.tv. Search for sportsbyline.com. we got a full hour. Come on back. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20, because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Guys, are you getting up multiple times a night to use the bathroom? As we get older, so do our prostates, and that can mean urinary problems that affect our sleep and quality of life. Life is better outside the bathroom. Real Health's Prostate Complete can help you relieve those annoying and painful prostate symptoms. Available at Walmart or visit realhealth.com for more information and to order yours today. Try it risk-free with our 120-day money-back guarantee. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. 
He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. 11, 12 a.m. out here in California, and uh, this is the time we check in with one of our friends from Pro Wagering, ProWagering.com. It is J.D. Sharp once again, and we talk a little NFL football. And J.D., you know, is looking at the Vikings at 11-3. and three, They've locked up the NFC North. They're either going to be a two or a three seed, yet they have a point differential of of plus two. They had that all-time comeback against Jeff Saturday and the Colts down 33, um, but they still have a lot of blunders on special teams, a horrible pick six by Kirk Cousins, and there are times when they look like a 3-10 and 10 team. So h- how seriously should I be taking Minnesota, and what do you think of them? Uh, they're, they're kind of an enigma because they've got that – I'll take it from a betting perspective. They've got Cousins, who nobody thinks can win the big game, right? So they're not going to ever get a line that's inflated. And they have a lot of talent defensively with Peterson, Darius Smith, and Daniil Hunter, and Harrison Smith. But they're not great. They don't have great numbers defensively. And then offensively, they have probably the most complete or a top, we'll call it a top three or top four offense, win healthy with obviously Cousins and Cook and Jefferson and Thielen and Hawkinson and even K.J. Osborne. And when Christian Derrissaw is healthy and Garrett Bradbury are healthy, there you know, these are two first-round picks on the offensive line. They're as good as anybody at two key positions on the offensive line as well. So they really have a ton of talent across the board. But, yeah, you're, you're right. It's uh, it, they're, they're, they're a super big enigma because they're – they're very inconsistent, and they really just. But if you look at the game that that Colts game, first of all, the spread of that game was insane. The Vikings were ten and three. Colts were like four and eight. The Vikings were a three point or three and a half point favorite. Obviously, they were down thirty three points at halftime. They came back and won the game thirty nine to thirty six. But you had the block punt. I think they went for it twice on their own thirty, and they didn't make any of them. You had the pick six, the weird pick six. So it, it's. I, I I think the Vikings. Because they, they are able, I mean, no matter what, if you're able to come back from 39 points against the defense of Stephon Gilmore and DeForest Buckner, then obviously you're doing something right. So they have the talent across the board to win the Super Bowl. But can Kirk Cousins win that game? I don't know. But I don't, I don't think this is a situation where, like with Mahomes, where everyone thinks Mahomes is the second coming, not the second coming, but no, the, the, the heir to the quarterback position after Tom Brady, right? as of right now. That's not the case with Kirk Cousins. So you don't have that perception level that is going to be affecting <laughs> the lines. And so because of Cousins and because of how he just isn't viewed as a legitimate premium quarterback, and, I'm not, and I don't think he is a premium quarterback, but I think he has premium talent around him, which can make him a great quarterback. But because he isn't viewed as, as that premium quarterback, you're not going to get a, a situation where the Vikings are arrogant or the Vikings believe that they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, so you're, there, there's always going to be a chip on the shoulder from Cousins and, and towards the Vikings. And the, I think the Vikings recognize that as well. So uh, it, it's, it's a really weird team. I think that they have a chance to win the Super Bowl, but they could easily go out in the first round of the playoffs as well. When I look at the Niners and their defense is so good, it looks sometimes they look like they're playing with twelve guys on defense sometimes. And we oh, yeah. we have seen some teams win the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay, and others with a very average 
quarterback, uh, you know, Trent Dilfer uh, and some, some others. But, uh, you know, Brock Purdy is still, you know, he's a little banged up, but he's still unproven. But do you think the Niners can win it with that defense and Purdy handing off to McCaffrey and making short passes to Debo Samuel and George Kittle? Yeah, I think they can. I think the one team they can't beat is the Bengals. I think that the Bengals, the Niners are, are going to have a really hard time against any team with three really good wide receivers. And the team that has three really good wide receivers is the Cincinnati Bengals with, with Boyd and Higgins and Chase, obviously, and Burrow's able to get, you know, to, to move throughout the pocket and, and get the ball wherever he wants to go. But I think they beat the Bills. I think, I think they beat the Chiefs. I think they would lose to the Bengals in the Super Bowl. But, yeah, that, that defense is superior. Um, they, they not only have, obviously, Eric Armstead and, and Bosa, but those linebackers, those guys run 4-5. So those guys are fast. Shahir is fast. Warner's one of the, one of the most underrated defensive players in the country right now or in the, in the NFL right now. Obviously, they have a lot of talent. Uh, Talona Hafanga has been a fantastic rookie. Wouldn't be shocked if he made the actual Pro Bowl because he's had such a good year. Um, but yeah, and then obviously defense, offensively with, with Purdy, who is a gamer, he's, he was a gamer at Iowa State, he's been a gamer every, every game he's played so far, and yeah, Kittle and Samuel, and uh, Juwan Jennings and McCaffrey, they, they definitely have a really good offensive line, with Trent Williams, obviously, who's a road grader and an elite offensive tackle. They have the talent to win the Super Bowl as well, but I think if they get there, the one team that would trip them up would be the Bengals. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there's. I think that's a great way of looking at it. Another thing is when I look in the AFC and how things can change in less than a month. The Dolphins were eight and three, and Tua was one of the most efficient quarterbacks. And maybe they weren't regretting passing on Herbert anymore. But now they've lost three in a row. What What's happened with uh, McDaniel and the Finns? Ah, uh, you know, I, I've never been high on Tua. I think Tua is one of those guys where. You play them once, and they've got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and they're going to get their long touchdowns, or they're, you know, they're going to get their receptions, et cetera. But Tua, he's, he's six feet tall. He's a lefty, which so he throws kind of a weird ball. He's not exactly mobile. He doesn't really step in the pocket very well. He is accurate when he can you know, easily see his wide receiver. He throws a decent deep ball. But I think that the, the Chargers, in you know, two weeks ago, they were in a situation – where they were down, I mean, they have Michael Davis and Asante Samuel, not great cornerbacks in my opinion. I mean, I like Samuel, but Davis is pretty bad. And what they did is they had their linebackers like Drew Tranquil, who I think should be in consideration for the Pro Bowl as well at Notre Dame, third-year guy. He's having a great year. But they were bumping Hill and Wallow, who happened to, you know, yeah, they're, they're, they're 4-2 guys, 4-2-5 guys. But you bump them at the line of scrimmage, they're not exactly the strongest of wide receivers. So they, they, I think that they kind of showed – the blueprint for for taking them off their routes and preventing them from from flourishing in McDaniel's offense, and then just a combination of that, the, the defense having a lot of injuries, the defense not being great against the run or really the pass in general, and Tua being six foot, a lefty, uh, injury prone, and, and not exactly the most mobile quarterback um, has. And I really think that they haven't used Mike Gusecki enough. I think they've fallen in love with Waddle and Hill. And Gasecki's one of the top three to five. He's, he's Travis Kelsey light, in my opinion. He has, he has the potential to have those 10 touchdown type of seasons, those thousand yard type of seasons, but he hasn't been used enough in that Dolphins offense. And so, uh, Tua's, Tua's been relying on Hill and Waddle, and defensive coordinators know it. 
and they play him once, you know, maybe they'll get burned for a touchdown or maybe Tyreek will go for 150, but they play him again and they're going to be able to contain them, especially a good defensive coordinator. So I think that tool is just not talented enough to overcome that. You know, you mentioned uh, Tufanga, or Hufanga, they call him Huff out here. And you think about, you know, last year he was on kickoff and they start him and he's a revelation. And it just shows you, like, they always say year three where it kicks in for him, year two, but these these guys, uh, these almost like afterthoughts in the draft, and with the Niners, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, it just makes you realize that, you know, these draft picks are just a lot more valuable than I think a lot of us give them value for. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, a, a good draft, two or three good drafts can totally change, or even one really good draft can, can totally change the entire trajectory of, of your franchise. And having having a guy like a Kyle Shanahan, who I think is going to win a Super Bowl. Maybe it's this year. I'm not saying it's not going to be. Um, but in being able to identify talent and then I, and then also integrating that because he, he's a very resourceful guy. Like you see what he's done with, with, with Debo Samuel. You see what he, he does in the offense on the, on the defensive line. There was, a, there was a play last week against the Seahawks where they took, it was towards the end of the game, and they took the entire defensive line and moved it all to the left. And it was just the, 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 when, when you can recognize because they, they noticed a weakness with the right tackle for the Seahawks because there was an injury there and they wanted to take advantage of it. Of course, you know, Smith got sacked and they weren't, they weren't able to tie the game at like, I think it was 21 13. They had a chance to tie it. They couldn't do it. So being able to, to, to be resourceful and recognize how you can make changes with the talent that you have is something that one other coach has done really, really well, and that's Bill Belichick. And I think that Shanahan is kind of. I think he coaches in kind of that same mold as Belichick does, but instead of depending on your cornerstone quarterback, you depend on your your position players. So and and your defense, obviously. So I I think that that Shanahan needs to get some respect for being a a top three coach or a top five coach in the NFL. And yeah, be, being able to to leverage and recognizing the talent that you draft, and then putting in the game in a situation where you can take you you can exploit. An opponent's weaknesses by leveraging their benefits or by, by leveraging their strengths is something that Shanahan does extremely well. There he is, J.D. Sharp, pro-wagering, prowagering.com, revolutionizing the way we bet on sports. J.D., as always, good stuff. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, Jason Grimsley on the other side with his book, Cross-Stitched. Come on back. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. 
Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by low-cost airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show a uh, World Series champion uh, two times over, former relief pitcher Jason Grimsley. He's here to talk about his book, Cross-Stitched, One Man's Journey from Ruin to Restoration. And uh, Jason, first of all, are you you got to be the most famous person ever from Cleveland, Texas. Am I right? Close to it. <laughs> yeah, close to it. Yeah. So yeah, growing I, up, I, I believe actually, actually, it's not Cleveland. It's between Cleveland, Dayton, and Targeton Prairie, <laughs> in the middle of the woods. But yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, you grow up and you get drafted by the Phils. Um, I would imagine you probably grew up an Astros fan, but was uh, what what college did you l- turn down a scholarly to? Uh, actually, Seminole Junior College in Oklahoma. Hmm. And um, the only reason I had a chance to do that is because I went to a tryout camp, and um, my high school coach drove me the night I graduated to Arlington, Texas, and a couple of days later, threw in the trial camp, faced five hitters, and Phillies drafted me because of that. But the story behind that is um, I, got a, I got a scholarship to Air Force Academy and failed physical. Wow. So I didn't have any idea what I was going to do. So I was pretty good at baseball. But I didn't get to play my junior or senior year because broken right wrist and a broken left wrist both years. And... Um, you know, once the Air Force turned me down because of I was 4F, I cut off my left big toe and part of my foot when I was 12. Mm. And I didn't know that disqualified me from military service. I was the only, uh, well, my dad was an aircraft mechanic on USS Midway. My grandfather was Marine. All my uncles were Marines. So that's, that's all I wanted to do. But yeah, I was sort of lost after they told me that they would, they wouldn't, that the service wouldn't take me. And I had a high school coach that saw something in me, took me to trial camp and Three years later, I was in the big leagues. Well, I, I think about it. You know, anybody who pitches fifteen years is going to have a lot of stories to tell. But, but, but you really do. And I would think the Joey Bell thing, or I guess he was Albert then. Uh, the the nineteen ninety four the corked bat <laughs> thing with the with the. Uh, I mean, for most guys, that would be like their most famous, like you know, nefarious thing. But can you talk us through what you did? Did you really climb through a like a a, a vent? I wasn't an event. It was actually a false ceiling on cinder block walls. Mm. Um, now, funny thing, I was uh, always get the ballpark early, and the umpires happened to get out of a cab in, at Comiskey in Chicago just before me. And I was just talking to them on the way in the ballpark and walked by their dressing room, and I don't know why it stuck in my head, but I noticed it was on our side, on the visitor side of the tunnel behind home plate. And uh, first inning starts, and I'm sitting in the dugout next to Buddy Bell, and... Gene Lamont, the Chicago's manager, they, they go and talk to the umpire. And uh, they confiscate the bat. And I look down, and our manager, Mike Hargrove, has got his hand, his head in his hands. And I said, buddy, what's wrong with uh, what's wrong with Grover? He says, uh, we're, we're screwed. So what do you mean? He said, that bat's cork. He said, Jason, everybody has his cork. And for some reason, I looked at Buddy. I said, uh, buddy, I think I can get that bat. He said, what? I said, yeah, I think I can get it. He said, hold on, I'll be right back. He went and talked to Mike Hargrove. Mike Hargrove looked at me and went, go ahead. So I went upstairs. Clubhouse guy's name was uh, Gabe, Gabe Kaplan. I talked, I talked to Gabe. I said, Gabe, I need, a, I need a flashlight, and I need you to not ever tell anybody you got me one. He said, all right. So he gave me a flashlight. So I changed, changed out of my uniform, put on some batting gloves, got an old Paul Sorrento bat tore it up a little bit, put some pine tar on it, <laughs> and proceeded to cl- cl- climb across 12-inch cinder block walls all the way to the umpire's room. <laughs> I, I probably should have got shocked and executed, could have fallen through the wall, but it took me about uh, 45 minutes to an hour just to get, or about 45 minutes to get over there. Wow. And I, and I get I get to where I think I'm, I'm at, I'm supposed to be, and I lift up a towel, and there's a guy sitting on the couch looking straight up at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd gone I'd gone to the grounds crew room instead of the umpire's room. 
And I just put my finger over lips, and he just gives me the okay sign. Dude never said anything to anybody. That that was funny part. And so I go to the umpire's room, drop down, swap the bats out, get back out, put the towel back down, and right when I put the towel back down, somebody comes in the umpire's room. So I had to sit there for about 10 minutes trying to breathe through my mouth, not make any noise, while this guy messed around and then made my way back, and I guess the rest is sort of history. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to ask you, in Moneyball, the the actor that played you serving up the home run to Giambi, what, did, did, did he portray you well, the delivery, the size, or did you care? No, I didn't care. No, I I, I didn't really pay attention to it. I just it's, it's sort of funny the phone calls that I still get from buddies of mine that just recognize my name on the back of the jersey at, at the end, and I guess they played a live clip at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think my mom watched it, and she she got a little mad at me for what I said when the camera was on my face when he hit it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to. I mean, I, I got a million questions for you. Only got a couple minutes left. The they they raid your home for HGH, and then. That, you know, reporters said that you pointed at Clemens and Pettit, and then it turned out no, you were talking to the trainer, and you never, you never ratted on Clemens and Pettit. Like, how did not all that go down? Oh yeah, that was that was that was, that was a rough time. You know, you, you you play ball your whole life, and you think at the end there's going to be a celebration, and you know that happens. And I basically just told uh, the the agency B that I wasn't going to do what they wanted me to do. They had two choices. They could either arrest me or, or um, take my job. And I told them I was going to take one of them off the table. So I just walked away. And um, that was a, a, it was a rough time. You know, my, my wife's little brother had passed away in 2005. And um, he, he committed suicide. Mm. And, you know, I, Taught him how to ride a bike, taught him how to ride a motorcycle, and went hunting with him real close. And um, I blamed myself for a long time. He called me about half an hour before he did it, and um, I didn't have my phone with me. And I got the message after the fact. Ugh. You know, that was that was tough. And then the way baseball ended, and, you know, it was just a, a really dark time. And... Um, over the next nine years, it proceeded to get darker. And um, ended up out at my cousin's ranch after going through about an ounce of cocaine but told how much vodka. That didn't that didn't kill me, so just put a gun to the head, pull the trigger, and the gun didn't go off. Oh, my gosh. So and just about that, a minute left. How, how cathartic, then, is it for you to write this book, then? Uh, no, it's... Um, once a man named George McGovern, he's the chaplain for the Yankees and other other sports teams in New York, and he was uh, one of my mentors. Actually, baptized me, hmm. and um, he asked me to come come to a, a a class in Zeno, Ohio, to be able to help help kids mm-hmm. coach coach kids and, and coach and, and with with the help of Christ. And I told my story in our group. And everybody's jaw was just, they were slack jawed. And they said, Jason, you got to tell everybody your story. My wife's been on me about writing a book, and I could never do it because I didn't want it to be about me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really enjoy the limelight that much. Sort of a private person, love my friends, love my family, like doing redneck things, I guess. And um, 
but when I told my story, you know, I, I realized what I can, what God could do through me, and and how He was going to use me in this next phase of my life. And I thought my purpose the whole time for being here was to play baseball, but I wasn't even close. You know, mm-hmm. the reason I wrote the book is to help somebody. Well, it's fascinating stuff, and I, I got about 500 extra questions. Or, or unfortunately, out of time. Everybody should check out this book. It's called Cross Stitch, One Man's Journey from Ruin to Restoration from Fed Books. We've been speaking with Jason Grimsley. Hey, Jason, congratulations on the book. Let's, let's talk again sometime, man. I'd love to. Thank you. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Comedian Clint Coley on the other side. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wine spirits, beers, all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Priced so amazingly low, low, low. Love what you find. Always lowest prices at Total Wine and more. Delivery available. Drink responsibly, B21. Guys, are you getting up multiple times a night to use the bathroom? As we get older, so do our prostates, and that can mean urinary problems that affect our sleep and quality of life. Life is better outside the bathroom. Real Health's Prostate Complete can help you relieve those annoying and painful prostate symptoms. Available at Walmart or visit realhealth.com for more information and to order yours today. Try it risk-free with our 120-day money-back guarantee. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. Did you know that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal? Driving high will get you a DUI. And if you're wondering if law enforcement can tell you're driving high, well, everyone else can. Friends? I can tell you drove high. Parents? I can tell when you drive high relatives i can tell you drove here high didn't you so what makes you think law enforcement can't i can tell if you feel different you drive different drive high get a dui paid for by nitsa how would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than two dollars a day that's right for about 50 bucks a month you'll get lightning fast internet are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet then call whole home connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases no hidden fees no contracts no upfront costs no equipment fees it's a great deal and guess what you can try it for 15 days if you don't like it you get your money back but you're gonna love it and you're gonna love the price internet for your home for 50 bucks a month that's less than two bucks a day plus no contracts no upfront costs no equipment fees and our 15-day guarantee call now 800-617-5145 800-617-5145 that's 800-617-5145 dancing crew trip for two Nail the final interview. Game with Doug. Brand new mug. Come here, kid. Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. New COVID-19 boosters designed for recent Omicron variants are now available. 
Learn about eligibility and schedule a free, updated booster today at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. I feel bad about that. And uh, when we get our guest, we will uh, throw him directly on the air. I will uh, pick him up with my own hands. And uh, it's always on the count of three with the heave-ho. Remember that? Heave-ho, heave-ho, heave-ho. Or on the count of three. Do you do it when someone says one, two, three? Or do you do one, two, three, and then you throw? Now that I think about it, I think I do it on the count of three, like literally one, two, three, and then you throw the guy on the air, right? No one cares. 1-800-878-PLAY. And I can take a look at the uh, email uh, bag and um, rick at sportsbyline.com. That's right. Click on a screen. And um, this email is from Scott and... Scott says, uh, Rick, the Niners are going to win the NFC. Which wild card should I worry about? It's an interesting way of looking at it because normally you would think, well, wouldn't you worry about the Eagles and the Vikings? I wouldn't worry too much about the Buccaneers. But uh, three teams are eliminated from the NFC, the Bears, the Rams, and the Cards. Yes, the Super Bowl winners are out all Uh, double-digit losers. Um, There are some teams that are still mathematically alive at five and nine that aren't worth talking about, but I will. (laughs) The Falcons have Des Ritter under center, and they can run the ball, but, you know, Marcus Mariota has basically left the team. I wouldn't worry about Atlanta. The Panthers, I mean, if they couldn't pull one out against Mitch Trubisky, they're not going to pull one out. uh, the Saints, <clears throat> Andy Dalton, the successor to Jameis Winston, Cy Old over Cy Young. I don't know. They've got some good players there, and Alvin Kamara and others, but no, they just flopped. So then we got to start thinking about teams that could get hot. Are you worried about the Packers? I don't think the Packers are going to make the playoffs. Christian Watson has been a revelation there. Um, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Romeo uh, Dobbs has been good. But listen, Aaron Rodgers is waiting for the offseason to start. The Commanders, they've got some building blocks. Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson, Terry McLaurin is always open. I mean, (laughs) think about they brought in Carson Wentz, even though they had Taylor Heineke because he wasn't a big name, and they ended up Heineke was the better guy. I wouldn't worry about them either. The Giants, you know, the offensive contingent of Brian Dable calling plays for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, 
they've been producing, but they know how to win ugly. And Kayvon Thibodeau, who should have been the number one overall pick in some circles, mine, flying off the edge. They'll hit punch you in the mouth a few times, but I wouldn't worry about New York. Seattle at 7-7. Seven and seven. I'm sorry, I just can't get behind a Geno Smith team. Not saying they can't make the playoffs with DK Metcalf and Fant and Walker, but Ty Lockett is hurt. Uh, I just I don't see them. <clears throat> the Lions are, I mean, they've won seven times in eight weeks, and their only loss came to the Bills by one score. And, and Jared Goff is actually looking good, and their defense looks really good too, but I, I still wouldn't worry about the Lions. I, basically, to answer your question, there's only one wildcard team worth being worried about, and that's Dallas. But it wouldn't be a panic, but they do have 10 wins. They have all the talent right there on paper. I know Van Der Esch got hurt, but still, you think about Dak leaning on Tony Pollard feeding C.D. Lamb and, and Zeke. I mean, they, <clears throat> they've got some weapons that need to be reckoned with for sure. But I wouldn't really start thinking about, uh, you know, what wild cards. But maybe it's a tongue-in-cheek thing, too, just thinking that it's always a wild card that's going to pop up and win the Super Bowl. Uh, I wouldn't say always, <clears throat> but it's definitely uh, something that's uh, there. 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, I was gone uh, in uh, Philadelphia and New York when a lot of this, um, a lot of these big free agent signings happen. Judge staying in New York. And then the Carlos Beltran situation in San Francisco. And this is a classic. And look, he's a great player. Not Carlos Beltran. Carlos Correa. Uh, Carlos Correa. Uh, Carlos Correa situation. Carlos Correa is a fantastic player. I don't think he's worth a 13-year contract for the money that they they spent. I just think they had this money burning a hole in their pocket that they really wanted to make a splash. Brandon Crawford has said, hey, it's so great when we get a good player on our our team. I guess i got to play a different position now. And remember, Correa is a guy who did win not just a gold glove but a platinum glove. Uh, as well. But uh, I just think about the money that they had and they just decided they had to spend it on somebody and they wanted to make a splash. And apparently now Scott Boris is saying the reason he didn't go to the Mets and Stephen Cohn said we got there too late is that their owner, Greg Johnson, like he was very much involved in the negotiations and, you know, not Larry Bear, Farhan Zaidi or Gabe Kapler or anybody else, but it was actually the owner that talked him into coming. Is that really the way that uh, <laughs> that these, I mean, you think about Radon, a guy that they should have traded. I, I'm just, I don't really think that what they're doing right now is, um, I mean, I would rather spread that money out and you say, okay, well, how would you do it? You know, how would you spread the money out? Look, you get Carlos Correa for the rest of his career, okay, the rest of his career, which is, it's great, right? If I'm a Giants fan, I'm very excited about that. But you think about, you know, the the Dodgers add J.D. Martinez for 10 mil, you know, and you just think about having that, just another solid bat 
uh, in there as well. You know, you just think, how could we have spread around the money? You could say as well. And think about Radone, six years, 162, after retaining Aaron Judge, after retaining Anthony Rizzo, that was the next major box was for the rotation. So Garrett Cole is still the ace. He's arguably the best pitcher to have never won a Cy Young right now. He's second in voting twice, four top five finishes. He's led the majors in strikeouts uh, and uh, the AL and ERA since he's come to the Yankees. Any day he's given the ball, he's capable of carrying the entire team. The question is, why does he give up so many home runs? He led the American League in home runs allowed, 33. All three of his playoff starts, he led, or he gave up a home run. And if you go back to his last nine playoff starts, before he was even on the Yankees, he's given up a home run in all of those games. That's just kind of the main culprit uh, for him. But now you add Radone, now he's the second guy. In the last two seasons, Radone has made 25 starts, 27 wins with a 2-6-7. He has been one of the most dominant pitchers in baseball. He is a lefty to go alongside with the righty, Cole. And if you think about um, the four-seam fastball whiff rate, number one in baseball was Garrett Cole, number two in baseball was Carlos Radon, which means they're bringing the heat. Now, he did have <clears throat> a little bit of a shoulder injury last year. He did have Tommy John a few years ago, but uh, last year was an amazing year. He was in a year where he could opt out, and he did. This is why I said the Giants should have traded him. He was going to leave, and they weren't going to be able to afford him. But now, Nestor Cortez, don't call him the molester, Jim Cott, Nestor was one of the breakout stars of baseball last year. He made the all-star team. He was eighth in Cy voting in the American League. He's capable of resembling an ace maybe twice, even three times through the lineup. And, uh, and this is a guy, of course, who was never, never highly touted. They got him as a Rule 5 guy from the Orioles, and then they gave him back to the Orioles, and then he was traded to the Mariners for future considerations. The Yankees signed him to a minor league deal last year. And then a guy who was supposed to take over, I mean, the guy who was the ace before they got Garrett Cole was Luis Severino, two-time All-Star third in Cy Young voting one time. You know, uh, you, you just think about staying on the mound. You know, three starts in 2019, zero starts in that 60-game COVID year, and then just four games out of the bullpen last year. And shoulder issues, Tommy John, setbacks, lat strain, and he can be great when he pitches, but... Now the fifth guy is a guy who stunk when they got him from Oakland, and that is Frankie Montas, who was the A's opening day starter. And he looked like he could be a side candidate a couple years ago with Oakland because he started off 9-2 and two with an ERA just over 2.5. And, and last year for the A's, he finished 6 in, in Cy Young voting, you know, 3-3-7. And so when the Yankees got him, the, with Oakland, he had a 3-1-9 ERA. But then he stunk 
Now, remember, he was suspended for a PED violation a couple years ago. But with the Yankees, eight starts with a 6.35 ERA. And in the playoffs, when he pitched, a 9.45 ERA. So his track record is littered with landmines. And you think about what they're going to get out of him uh, at that point. But, you know, you think about the American League, the defending World Series champion are still going to be strong, but, you know, the Astros did lose their Cy Young guy, Justin Verlander, who's going across the uh, East River to Queens. So they have a lot of questions there as well. But, I mean, it's just, all I can do is just be jealous of these teams that spend, spend, spend. Meanwhile, the A's get... Aledmiz Diaz and Jace Peterson. Those were their big, I mean, big signings. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, Pack Rat, yeah, you. Are you moving cross-country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood, but did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. 
That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. You know, all the time we hear these stories about um, guys who, or gals, make a parlay bet and then they end up winning big. But I'm going to bring it up <clears throat> another story because as giddy and as laugh, I said I've never laughed and cheered so hard simultaneously as the stupidest play in NFL history, Chandler Jones' fumble recovery, quote-unquote, for a touchdown. But there was a bettor, a guy named Marco Piamonte, and he had a five-leg parlay, and he bet $31,000. The parlay consisted of Miami plus seven, Jags plus four, Vikings money line, Browns money line, and Raiders money line. And it appeared that the game was headed to overtime when Ramonde, Ramondre Stevenson, of course, pitched it to Jacoby Myers, and Jacoby Myers threw it to Jones, trying to throw it to Mac Jones, got the wrong Jones there. <clears throat> and so as a result, from that play, Piemonte won $2.88 million. Actually, $2,880,263 and the thing is, you can't even get too happy because if you bet $31,000 on a parlay, you're already rich. But I was just thinking about how excited I was to watch Chandler Jones run, Chandler Jones run that back. There was no one in the world who was more excited to watch that touchdown be run back than Marco Piamonte, <laughs> whose name... We all know now. But as I said, if you can bet 31000 you're the last guy that needs to win 2.88, right? Because either you can afford to lose it or you're an idiot who can't afford to lose it. So you shouldn't be betting it if you can't. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pack time.
Man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.